0: Hi, and welcome to BOSS, a research podcast by CBS Sustainability. The name BOSS stands for the business of society, which is kind of a guiding principle for the work that we do. As the name suggests, we're interested in how business and society interrelate and what business responsibilities are towards society. In this podcast, we will share, discuss, and reflect on CSR and sustainability-related issues through conversations with researchers and practitioners. My name is Sarah. I'm Center Manager at Copenhagen Business School, and I'm the host of this podcast. Featuring our colleagues, we aim to inspire you to reflect and take part in in the discussion on how to transition towards more sustainable practices for organizations and
1: government, and for you and me. I'm Chiara Andreoli, a PhD student at Copenhagen Business School in the Management, Society and Communication Department, specifically in the CBS Sustainability Center. As you can understand, I'm from Italy, given my beautiful Italian-English accent. And uh, my uh, journey uh, started uh, um, at CBS in 2018 uh, as a master's student in uh, international business. And then in 2020, uh, in the end of 2020, um, I uh, became a PhD uh, student in uh, management and uh, sustainability.
0: Hey Chiara, thank you so much for taking your time to join me in in our studio today. And I'm so super pleased to see you actually because you just relocated. I think we actually have seen each other more online than we've seen each other face to face. So it's so lovely to be sitting with you here in in our studio and um, to get the opportunity to learn more about your PhD.
1: Thanks, Sarah. Uh, It's uh, really lovely to see you in person. Actually, I'm really good to be back in Copenhagen in this uh, amazing uh, department. And thanks for giving me the opportunity to record this uh, podcast uh, about my PhD and my uh, PhD uh, journey.
0: Yeah, and speaking speaking about this journey, I mean, you've been actually around CBS for quite some time before you started your PhD. So it sounds horrible if I put it like uh, like that, but how did you end up here?
1: Yes. So um, first of all, um, I uh, came to Copenhagen in 2018 uh, after my bachelor uh, in business administration and economics in uh, Rome and six months of Erasmus uh, at BI Norwegian Business School uh so in september two thousand eighteen uh, I started my uh, master in international business at um c b s and during my uh master, I was an intern for one year in uh, Novo Nordisk in the uh business support uh department. There, um, I was involved in many projects, but also sustainability-related uh, um, projects. So uh, that's why um, I um, started to understand my passion for uh, sustainability-related uh, topics and um actually uh the time of uh, um the, my master thesis uh, writing was uh, um key for me so first of all i wrote my master thesis in collaboration with uh, uh, Novo novonordisk and uh the topic was the social value creation of uh, uh, phar- of pharma companies so in that case uh, uh, novonordisk in emerging markets and during that uh, time, I really started to understand uh, my real passion uh, versus my interest. So um, I was uh, um, interest in, uh, uh, interested in interested uh, in. Uh, sustainability-related topics, uh, so the um, uh, uh, sustainability-related issues within uh, companies. But I was uh, passionate about the research about uh, those challenges uh, and actually the root causes of sustainability uh, issues and potential solutions and so that's why uh, I started to think about uh, continuing uh, uh, doing research about uh, those topics and uh, I actually uh, started to think about applying for a PhD position at Copenhagen Business School. This is a bit my journey until when I decided to apply for um, a PhD position and I would like to mention that the continuous conversation with my master's Disease supervisor, uh, Ari Koko, was key for me to understand that I've got what it takes to to do a PhD and to uh, do research and to really work in academia uh, for my entire life.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much. And I think it's it's actually quite... Yeah, I want to say it's 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 quite common or at least i've i've heard this uh, a few times before that this relationship with your master thesis supervisor that that very often can be key for continuing this this um this journey with uh, with a phd or um yeah the the encouragement but also sparking an interest in this area and i think it's it's uh, really lovely to hear how how much this has also inspired and motivated you to pursue this. But Kiara, tell me a little bit about the topic of your PhD. Is that also a continuation of the work that you started with your master thesis?
1: Yeah, so basically... Mm, the first proposal, um, that I submitted to the PhD school, uh, when I was applying was based on my master thesis uh, topic. So, um, it was about the social value creation of, uh, uh multinationals in connection with government, uh, policies. So, uh, really connected to what I did with, uh, Novo Nordisk. Uh, but then, um, I decided to change the focus of my, um, PhD, and I don't want to say a change, but let's say that is uh, um, um, a development of what I had in mind at the beginning of uh, my PhD. And uh, I want to mention the uh, this fantastic year that uh, I spent at UCL School of Management uh, where I had the, the chance to work uh, on a project about the social uh, impact measurement and management, uh, specifically in the impact investing context. That uh, then became the real focus of my um, PhD studies and so now, yes, I'm doing research about uh, social impact measurement and uh, management, and the the setting that I am mostly investigating is uh, impact investing. It's something that
0: uh, that a lot of our colleagues. Um, Experience is that when you know, based here at uh, at CBS or or together with colleagues, you know we share the same language. We easily understand what e- what each other is working on, or at least we pretend that we that we do understand, even though it's within a different sphere. But as soon as we move out and let's say talk to family and friends at a dinner party, or um, you know just uh, mingling during Christmas with our grandparents, we usually get this question: Wait, what is this actually? so um so this social impact investing what is that actually
1: so when i say um, impact investing uh, um, is uh, uh, in the broad field of uh, sustainable investing so um, it is actually um, in the same spectrum of philanthropy um, and ESG investing. But when we talk about uh, impact investing, we refer to all the investments uh, that uh, investors um, undertake to have a positive uh, social and environmental uh, impact alongside financial return. So usually impact is uh, the first uh, purpose of uh, investors when we, we deal with impact investing, together, of course, with financial uh, return. So uh, if we want to, to explain the difference with ESG investing, in simple words, ESG investing is more risk management of environmental, social and governance factors. Impact investing is really having this positive impact on our society. And yeah, regarding the the measurement of um, social impact, if we think about traditional uh, investing, we have a lot of measurement of the financial value of uh, companies, but we all know that uh, companies uh, are and can be real uh, actors of change in our society uh, where we can find a lot of um, um, issues. And so it is also key to to measure the the, the impact um, that uh, companies have on our society from a social but also environmental perspective. And from a management perspective, so... Uh, it is not only important to measure such an impact, but also to manage um, the impact together with the relevant stakeholders, uh, um, internal and external to companies.
0: Yeah, you uh, you mentioned that you've been working on this project for a year um, at um, at UCL. Looking back on on that time, was there something that really Surprised you in that project, something you didn't anticipate or or that puzzled you
1: yes, um so when um I started the the project, the focus was more on uh, the broad field of sustainable investing, especially e s g investing. Uh, and then uh, uh, we decided, with, together with my professor um, at UCL, uh, Paolo Taticchi, to undertake the research and focusing on uh, impact uh, investing. So something that um, I didn't consider before uh, was the real interest of uh, several practitioners to get together with others really to improve their um, internal measurement of, uh, um, of impact, especially from a social side that is uh, the, the most difficult uh, to, to be uh, to be done. Uh, and I would say that social factors are the most um, challenging to be integrated with other factors such as environmental and financial uh, factors. So, uh, in the end, um, we uh, formed uh, this group of multi uh, stakeholders uh, um, working in the impact investing uh, uh, sphere, but uh, in a different not perspective, uh, but in different uh, sectors. So, for instance, bank or multinationals or small medium enterprises, uh, charities, uh, and we also include some uh, final uh, beneficiaries as, uh, for instance, um, a social enterprise and um, British Art Foundation
0: Do you think it was easier for them to work together because they had these different backgrounds, because they're not necessarily competing within the same
1: sector? So I would say that it was not easy at the beginning, also because it is not meant that they have the same language, even if they work in the same environment, so I think it was key uh, the work that um, I um, I conducted with Paulo also to uh, have the same uh, vocabulary and uh, also to explain them what was the baseline of our research. So also explaining them a bit uh, the the theory uh, behind our work, and then in the end this uh, diversity that we created in uh, uh, this group was key uh, to develop this uh, amazing uh, research. Um, we just closed the first year in, uh, in December with, um, with a conference at UCL School of Management and uh, uh, really this uh, uh, diversity that we created was uh, uh, appreciated by uh, everyone. It was um, a great uh, um, learning experience for uh, for them.
0: Yeah. But Kia, yeah, what are the next steps for you then? Now you've just moved back and you've gotten your stuff out of storage and you set up your office back at uh, Delgasseo. So what are the next steps for you on on your PhD?
1: Yes, uh, so just moved for, uh, I think, the uh, ninth time from 2015. So really happy. (laughs) My dream is to stay in academia. So I think that I will apply for postdoc positions. I don't have uh, a preference in terms of uh, countries. But of course, uh, the, the the most important requirement for me is to continue, um, is to continue uh, doing research about social impact, uh, social impact measurement and management, and um, I would prefer to um, do research and use impact investing as my uh, main uh, research setting. So um, apart from uh, the willingness to apply for a postdoc position. I, um, I have a, a another dream. Um, so I'm from a, a very small town in the center of Italy. And it is a beautiful town uh, full of history. But unfortunately, uh, we have um, a lot of pollution due to the intensive agriculture of uh, hazelnuts um, and the related uh, usage of uh, uh, chemical fertilizers. So now they have been um, banned These have been banned by the uh, European Commission, but of course we have still a lot of uh, pollution. So first of all, I would like to play a bit an advocacy role, maybe together with the local uh, politics, uh, but also um, doing something around sustainable uh, tourism. That is something that uh, I really like. I don't have a precise plan, uh, but I'm thinking about something to do. When doing a postdoc, I also would like to uh, do research together with practitioners uh, as I did uh, last year, as I consider myself an engaged uh, scholar and I would like to be an activist uh, for uh, those uh, societal uh, challenges uh, and really uh, making a positive impact with my uh, theoretical and practical studies.
0: Maybe there's a way you can combine the different different interests there. I'm definitely looking very much forward to to following you on the journey and to see what you will come up with next. Chiara, now we've already talked about your journey to the PhD and um, how big a portion actually your your master thesis played into this. What would you say? What What would your number one recommendation – and I know that's always difficult. If you ask academics to say one thing, they come up with a list of five at least – but if I ask you for say your number one recommendation for aspiring PhD, say you have a master thesis student for, for supervision sitting in your office, saying like, Ah, I'm contemplating maybe doing a PhD, what would your number one advice be?
1: So uh, as you said, scholars can come up with a long list of uh, recommendations. So so I would go for two, if it is okay for you. So um, first of all, uh, I would recommend uh, to all the aspiring PhD uh, students to spend some time in academia before applying to PhD positions. First of all, because this could give you the chance to choose your topic wisely, but also to meet some professors, uh, and understand uh, um, who is the, your uh, favorite person to work with. Actually, the figure of uh, supervisor is a uh, key in your uh, PhD uh, journey. So I'm really happy with the, the uh, supervision setup that I have now. Um, I have Andreas Rasche and Verena Dziewczyk as my uh, two supervisors that are giving me really good feedback about my um, my PhD uh, dissertation that I'm writing, but also um, they're giving me um, uh, good feedback from a personal perspective. But it is not always uh, the case, unfortunately, and uh, a lot of supervisors uh, sometimes don't give uh, those feedback that are really uh, fundamental for uh, succeeding in uh, the PhD journey. And then um, what I can really um, recommend is uh, to speak with uh, uh, several people working in academia with different uh, um, roles, ranging from research assistants to senior professors uh, to get a real sense of what uh, working in academia really, really means. And uh, of course, you can also meet a lot of uh, negative people telling you negative things about uh, academia uh, that is uh, normal as every job um, it can have uh, real challenges. But of course, if you think that uh, doing a PhD is really your ambition and your dream, follow your passion, whatever it takes.
0: Thank you so much, Chiara.
1: Thank you very much, Sarah, for this opportunity. Thank you
0: for listening to this episode of BOSS. Are you interested in learning more about our work? Then check out our website or follow our BOSS blog. The music featured in this podcast is by Crowender.